Welcome to Jen's Lore Corner, a podcast focused on the lore in the Diablo series of video games. This is Jen, and you are listening to Jen's Lore Corner. This is episode number 12. This one is about Kala. Kala is an NPC, non-player character, that stands on the edge of the hidden camp overlooking Chaldeum. She's off to the side of where everybody else is and not too far away from some of the vendors. Players probably won't notice Kala unless they are playing through story mode and talking to all of the NPCs. Her story is told in pieces. Players need to return to the hidden camp and talk to Kala several times to hear everything she has to say. Shortly before the player meets Kala, Emperor Hakan II, a child who became Emperor of Chaldeum, so far as most of the NPCs know, has become paranoid. He ordered all of his staff to leave the city and threatened to throw them off the walls if they refused to obey. Kala is a noblewoman who was among those cast out of Chaldeum. She ended up in the hidden camp, wearing the fancy clothing favored by the nobles and wearing makeup in what appears to be the current style in the palace of Chaldeum. So when you go talk to her for the first time, she has a little bit to say about what just happened to her and those that are like her, that are in the noble class. Kala says, I have never been outside the city in my entire life. I have never even been outside the palace. When they threw us out here, I thought I would die. I was terrified. But now, look at this view. I have never understood how large the world actually was. It is beautiful. And from where your character is standing in order to talk to Kala, you can actually look over the edge of the area she's standing on and see the city of Chaldeum. Kala tells the player character that she has never been outside of the palace. From this, we know that her parents were nobles who lived in the palace. Kala was likely born there. Her parents were probably born in the palace, too. It isn't unheard of for the wealthiest people to stick together and segregate themselves away from people who aren't as rich and privileged as they are. The result is that Kala and the other nobles who were kicked out of not only the palace, but also the city of Chaldeum, are experiencing severe culture shock now. Kala is in a camp, wearing clothing that does not appear to provide much protection from the elements. She might have some money on her, but it won't last forever. She is homeless, and the people around her are unfamiliar and from a different social class. It is no wonder that Kala was terrified and thought that she would die. Some time has passed between Kala's abrupt eviction and when the player character meets her. In the meantime, Kala is starting to take a look around. She learned that the world is much bigger than she realized. Despite the hardship Kala is facing, she is still able to see that Chaldeum, viewed from above, is beautiful. Later, after the player has finished some quests, Kala has more to say. Kala says, 
I stayed outside last night. I tried to ignore the silence, but the empty air felt like an open mouth above my head. It sounds like Calla slept outside, right where she is standing. The hidden camp doesn't have an inn, and she could not have gone back to Chaldeum. I don't think she had any choice other than to sleep outside. Calla says she tried to ignore the silence. It is not unusual for people to be quiet when it is time to sleep. It appears that the palace filled with nobles was a noisy place. Calla spent her life surrounded by people, some of whom did not care how loud they were when people were trying to sleep. Now she's outside for the first time. Calla notices the silence at night and finds it unnerving. She feels like the empty air is an open mouth above her head. Calla is still experiencing culture shock. But then she continues. She says, Eventually, I realized I had to sleep. If someone was going to kill me, I was already dead. I hadn't slept that well in years. Kella is just starting to learn how to live outside of the palace. She's slowly adapting to her new life and is becoming much less afraid. She learned that sleeping outside won't cause her to die and that silence helps people to sleep well. She's still woefully unequipped to live outside the palace. Kella must figure out what to do now that she has been pushed into this unexpected life. A week passes between when the player character last talked to Kala and when they speak again. This time Kala says, A week ago, I was deafened by the voices. Council members argued in the corridors outside my chambers. Guards chanted on their patrols, and scribes murmured incessantly. Out here, there is only the wind. So far, Kala has found a few things she likes about living outside of the palace and the city of Chaldeum. The view from where she stands is beautiful. Sleeping outside is peaceful, and the silence results in good sleep. No one is coming to kill her, at least not while she's in the hidden camp. It would be easy for a noble who has been kicked out of what must have been a life of ease and luxury to be very angry and resentful about losing that standard of living. Things will be harder and sparser outside of the palace. Kala has somehow reached the point where she is not only adjusting to her new life, but also finding it to be beneficial. She cannot go back to the palace, but even if that were an option open to her, it appears she might not choose to return. All that silence has given Kala time to think about her life. She has new things to say when the player returns. Kala says, I was just another highborn courtier in the palace, but I dreamed of being a famous poet like Solon. A courtier is defined as one in attendance at a royal court. It is also defined as one who practices flattery. Kala was a courtier in the court of Emperor Hakan II. She spent a lot of time mingling with the other highborn courtiers who were there to flatter the emperor. Courtiers are expected to spend time in the royal residences and follow a strict etiquette which covered body language, manners of speech, and acceptable attire. Sometimes the ruler would award courtiers who had earned his favor with some money or gifts. This is true in the real world, so one can presume it would be true in the courts of Chaldeum, where all of these courtiers are vying for the attention of the emperor. Every courtier is there to try and improve their own finances and importance. 
I expect being a courtier was a similar experience to being in high school and trying to be part of, or remain part of, the cool kids. Courtiers may appear to be friendly with one another, but they are not friends. It may have been perfectly acceptable for Calla to read the work of a famous poet. There was no way she could become a poet herself while fulfilling the social obligations of a courtier. So Calla mentions the famous poet Salon, and then she says, Have you read his work? It makes your heart sing. My ability is nowhere near his, but I suppose you will see that for yourself. At this point, Calla drops a journal called Calla's Poem, and it is, you know, one of those where you click on it and someone starts reading it to you. In this case, Calla is reading it to you, and this is Calla's Poem. When the desert sands silence their whispers in the night, and the thousand lights of the stars bleed into the darkness, I will find you in the void. My love will pour from me as words pour from my pen. And it's signed Kala. She could not have written this poem until after she had spent some time in the hidden camp. The palace was noisy with people arguing, but desert sands silence their whispers in the night, as her poem says. It is unknown who Kala wrote this poem about. Maybe she had a romantic relationship with another courtier. Or maybe she decided to write a love poem because that was the type of poetry Salon wrote. The next time the player sees Kala, it is clear that she has changed. Gone are the fancy clothes and the makeup. Kala is now wearing a simple, plain dress that is similar to the ones worn by the common women in Chaldeum and Neutristrum. The dress has an apron, and Kala is wearing a scarf over her head. Kala has overcome her initial terror about being outside the palace and is ready to start a new life. She tells the player, I sold everything I own just to get by. I appreciate everything you've done for us, but I have to leave. Chaldeum was never home to me. It was a beautiful prison. So what does Kala mean by us? It's unclear. Maybe she made some friends in the hidden camp and noticed that the player character has been supplying the vendors with weapons and armor to sell to whatever new travelers pass through. Helping the economy, essentially. There is another possibility. In Diablo 3, the NPCs all seem to know about the quests that the player has completed. Kala might know that the player character is helping the people of Sanctuary by slaying demons and big bads. Kala continues. I may die out there on the road, but it will be in the open air, with the world stretching out before me. Kala the courtier has become Kala the poet-adventurer. She started out terrified and experiencing culture shock and has grown into a person who is confident enough to journey through Sanctuary all by herself. The Diablo III team created an NPC that shows character growth. It is small touches like this that make the storyline special. Later, when you're done talking with Kala and she said everything she has to say, the player can find a keepsake box while traveling with Leah through the Dalgor Oasis. I suppose if you're not doing story mode, you might find the keepsake box somewhere out there as well. There is a love letter inside the keepsake box. It is a journal that is read to the player. This one is read by the famous poet Salon. It is a poem that is called A Love Letter. It says... From the pages of Salon, exalted poet of Kedjistan. My love rises out of the oasis like a willow, 
Let me nourish her, like a pool of cool water. Let me wind myself up her curves, and hollows like fingers of ivy, and climb her shaded branches to taste of her fruit. It is signed Solon. I'll leave you to interpret his poem in whatever way you care to. How did a poem by Solon end up in the Dolgar Oasis? It seems unlikely that Solon happened to be traveling through here. He wouldn't need to. He's a famous poet. He probably sells lots of books. Um, maybe people actually hire him to write poetry specifically for them or for someone they want to give the poetry to. He's got no need to be an adventurer. I would like to think that the player finds this poem in a keepsake box because it was dropped by Kala as she traveled through the Dalgor Oasis. The writing of Salon was precious to her, and she would not have left it behind unintentionally. So I suspect that Kala had to run away from some of the demons that infest the Dalgor Oasis and dropped the keepsake box as she fled. Somewhere in Sanctuary, there is a woman whose poems may become as famous as those of the poet whose work she admired. This brings us to the end of this episode of Jen's Lore Corner. Find more episodes on Book of Jen at bookofjen.net.